Welcome to Space Nerds, your source for intergalactic science fiction and science fact. Engines primed, engage! Hey, hey, this is Alexandria. I'm Jane Smith. And I'm Douglas Gale. And I will be bringing you Space News, Star Trek, Duck Space Nine, Firefly, Black Mirror, and probably superhero stuff. Dystopian fiction! Who's excited? I'm Jesse Mercury, and I'll be your constant cosmic companion, bringing you the weekly space news and sitting down with these amazing friends to talk about science fiction. We are Space Nerds! What's up, Space Nerds? Space Welcome nerds. to the first ever Everyone's Here podcast. It's a group hey. thing! Present. It's a group thing. <laughs> I am so, so excited. We're all, We're all here. We're all naked. And you can't tell. Hey, but we can tell. It's a party. Yeah. It's a party. It's a party. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go around the room and say hi. Who wants to start? I'll start. Yes. Hi, space nerds. It's Jane Smith. I'm in the corner over here. Don't look at me. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. This is your conscience, also known as Alexandria. Ooh. Hi, I'm just Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Well, not talking about Star Trek. We're, I know it's weird. Is that mm, what we? And we're not talking about Firefly or just or, or, or yeah. what's the thing that I talk about? Black Mirror. That's the one. I was oh, gonna say dystopian oh. fiction. And I am yes. Jesse, and I talk about all of it. It's true. All the I, above. I love it all. You're the best. So this is really exciting. We're gonna talk about Watchmen today. It's um, exciting. I learned separately that everyone who is a space nerd had seen Watchmen. Well, Real. It's, it's um, in the you know the, the, the whole oozra. pile of yes. Thank you. Yeah. That was the beautiful. The, yes. the canon. That's it's such real. a good word. Yeah. Um, but yeah, before we get to that, you guys want to do some space news? Yes. Space news. Space news. Give it to Let's us. do it. Space news. Is everyone ready for the space news? I mean, we said this already. We're extra ready this time. Yay. I'm always like, is Alexandra ready? But now it's everybody. It's real. I don't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> oh, that's right. Because most of the time I come up with like something fancy. And now I don't have to say anything yeah, at all. Because this yeah. is fancy in, in itself. Jesse's doing all the work. Also... I asked Alexandra if she was jealous when Doug and then Jane came on the Space News, and her response was that it's an open relationship. It is. It is. It is. And also, yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then it's weird that I'm just now hearing that other people get Space News with Jesse. Oh. (laughs) This is not proper communication, Jesse. This is what what happens when you don't listen to the podcast you're on. It's real. That's true. Although it's not... Doug actually explained this to me recently. It's not that he doesn't... Like he actually listens to ones he's not on. He right. just doesn't listen to his own voice. And right. Jane is similar. I, yeah. I dabble. I despise yeah. my own oh, voice. Oh, that's Me so too. interesting. I yeah. cannot. I don't like the way I sound, but I listen to it anyway. Oh. I told Jesse this before, that True hearing bad. my own voice made me understand why people are in fiction compelled to kill their own clones. <laughs> Yo. The very existence of my face and my voice in front yeah. of me would be like, and I would know he it's would be thinking trigger. that. So it'd just be like, but okay. But it's so weird because I love split. y'all's voices. Like y'all have really, especially <laughs> for podcasts, y'all have really great podcasty voices i feel like my voice in my ear in my head like me looking at y'all as like if there's a camera in my head looking Mm -hmm. out sounds very resonant and then i hear it back and it's just the most thinnest Uh, most thinnest most thinnest well that's probably a mixing issue and that's my fault put some bass in my voice jesse damn (laughs) i heard it was because of your jawbone that you right. hear your own your voice through the, your jawbone, oh, yeah. not through your ear. Oh, that's like, so great! What are you saying about Alexandria's jawbone? I mean, she's got, got a strong jaw. <laughs> <laughs> that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> okay, this is from futurism.com. This is what right, I end right. up doing, y'all. I apologize. Oh, wait, <laughs> if you don't listen to podcasts, you don't know that I just derail Everything's Jesse all the time. 
Sorry. <laughs> Why'd you have the two of us on here? We're going to just never get started. I'm We're gonna never going to get promise. anything done. I, it's hour four. Okay, Watchmen. Yes. I'm quiet. This is the last time all of us are together again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is from futurism.com. NASA's super muscular mice returned to Earth from space. Oh. <laughs> wow. Mouse. Did you hear that eye roll? <laughs> I am so glad Jane and Doug are here. Because <laughs> you, you knew better than to bring this up when I when it was just me and you. <laughs> You're not into so, muscular mice? I'm confused. Before you even read the article, yeah. normally there's muscle atrophy in space. How are they beefing up? In lower science, science, <laughs> science me. Tell me how it is. Let's do find it. out. Okay, mighty mice. On Tuesday, a SpaceX Dragon capsule splashed down in the Pacific Ocean, bringing with it 3,800 pounds of cargo from the International Space Station. That cargo delivery included 40 mice, eight of which scientists genetically engineered to be extremely muscular. And now that they're back on Earth, the mighty mice may yield insights that could help human astronauts stay healthy in space. Mm. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> so it, it's trying to fix the problem you were talking about. So this is kind of like chickens that have been genetically modified to have giant breasts, so that <laughs> so that we have more white meat uh, on chickens. Yeah. But they've done this to mice. But who eats y'all eat breasts? I like dark meat. Same. It's tastier. It's but, is. But when you look at chickens nowadays versus chickens yeah, like right. 30, they, 40 years they ago. They got titties. They got <laughs> big. I blame the chicken porn industry. Yeah. <laughs> Unrealistic beauty standards so, for chickens. I just want there to be a chicken titty song now. <laughs> I don't have internet. it though. Yeah. I don't have it. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so this is an, <laughs> some mice. If, yeah, if humans, Sorry, muscular mice. If yeah. humans are going to live in space, Jane's right that there is an atrophy of muscles that occurs in zero gravity. Right. So what are we going to do about that? I imagine that's what this study was about. Like, can exactly. we use yeah. science to counteract the muscle problem? Yeah, I'm going to skip. Long. I'm going to skip around in this article a little bit, but we got a lot more info in here. Okay. Researchers engineered the eight super buff rodents to lack the protein myostatin which caused them to have about twice the skeletal muscle mass of the average mouse. <laughs> Sorry, beefy, it's just funny. <laughs> um, additionally, astronauts treated some of the non-genetically engineered mice aboard the ISS with an experimental drug that inhibits myostatin. That's like the same Wait, thing. No, so the thing they genetically they... engineered some to not have myostatin okay. before they oh, left Earth. Like okay. And then once they got up there, they're like, okay, now you assholes, we're going to inject you with this stuff to see if you can, do you have to, do we have to, do we have to make new humans to go to space oh. or can we take can stock we... humans and inject shit in them? <laughs> yeah. Don't have to start from scratch. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There was, there's actually a lot of news floating around right now about this sort of research. Like I read something recently about using tardigrade DNA and potentially yeah. changing humans human's DNA structure with tardigrade DNA to, because tardigrades can survive in space. Right. I read something about tardigrades recently that was kind of upsetting. They can survive in extremes, but overall global warming temperatures raising um, slowly are not good for them. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, space bears. I know. Oh, little babies. Bears. <laughs> oh, I remember these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. I remember because I called them Targaryens. Oh! oh. Space Targaryens. Yes. Um, so okay. wait, I have a question. Yeah. So the the meaty mice. Yes, mighty mouse. The mighty mouses. <laughs> I need a did web they, comic. <laughs> did they die? Uh, I don't think so. Well, let's let's see. Uh, muscle and bone. Now that the mighty mice and their companions are back on Earth, 
and I'm assuming alive, researchers can study the rodents looking for ways to manipulate myostatin to address human muscle and bone loss. The knowledge we gain about microgravity's effects on muscles and bones will help us to enhance the health of astronauts, both in space and on Earth, researcher Sinji Lee said in a press release. And also better understand the promise that myostatin inhibitors hold for the elderly, people who are bedridden, Mm -hmm. and for people experiencing muscle wasting related to diseases like AIDS, ALS, cancer, and so many others. Oh, this sounds really great. Super interesting. Yeah. I mean, I'm all I'm always curious about what are we going to do to make it so that humans can survive in space because mm-hmm. I want that to happen. Right. But I I often overlook what can be done here on the planet, which is where Alexandria always reminds me. Like, <laughs> we got to fix shit here first. I am yeah. the one that's the complete cynic. Whenever yeah. Jesse brings me a, a space news, I'm just like, this sounds really great, but also <laughs> but... global warming. Right. right. And no, also fair. all of these. And I get that like two things can happen at the same time, but I'm always just like, y'all got so much time on your hands that you injected <laughs> meaty mice. What do they call Mighty mouses. To come down. To, and like, I get, beefy when you mises. talk about other beefy mises. <laughs> I need this comic now. <laughs> I get now the study of like diseases down here like that that to me like seals it as i'm like i am not cynical about this article wow because because you can because (laughs) you can apply to things that are happening to us right now and work to make this current situation a better place versus like let's think about the future and move to (laughs) mars for when this planet is fucked we figured out how to squeeze water out of moon rocks okay (laughs) good for you let's live in a fungus house on mars (laughs) let's grow meat right you know what i mean let's build an elevator to the moon like it's not it's all of that is so frivolous compared to like people who have these like incurable like right. unexplainable type diseases that could yeah. be helped by some kind of like forging of the frontier of science. Totally. My first thought was somebody was uh, way into the Umbrella Academy and decided <laughs> to put a muscular thing on uh, the moon. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Nice. I did watch just enough of that show to know what you're talking about. Me it's the first too. Episode, that's Me all you need. too. Just need the pilot. I got one episode and then yeah. I was like, no thanks. Yes. I got like three in and I was like, I don't know. Did I don't anyone think else finish out. it? Did you finish it, Doug? Um, I'm going to, but I haven't. Oh, but. none of us. I, yeah. I watched about three episodes but I got it, 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 I didn't like it as much as I wanted because I love all things superhero uh, it just was wait, like wait wait these are superheroes I would say arguably superheroes powers people with powers sort. or maybe yeah. just like pretty good heroes yeah. they're quite super but <laughs> they are right okay. they're yeah. yeah. heroes people yeah. with abilities beyond the pale yeah. okay um, I didn't realize but it was just it felt be. slow you know I had the graphic novel and I didn't like it oh, yeah, right. so me too. I don't even know why I'm like why am I going to watch the adaption sure. of yeah. the graphic novel I didn't like I read I had the first like collection of the graphic novel and I read it and I was like I'm done yeah. I don't need any more yeah. and I felt that way after like three episodes of the show so yeah. anyways, there, I watched I one episode and I was like, no, thank you. All done. <laughs> I, I want no more, more of this, please. If only there was a better superhero. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, wait. Before, we, oh, wait. before we get there, oh. can, I like, just have a question about how do people feel about the idea that we're actually like conducting tests on mice, blasting them into space and doing more tests on them? You know, the whole animal testing thing. Like, how do we feel about that? Because this is like animal testing to the extreme. Like one time I had whiskey that was aged in space and i was like that's so badass and but i wasn't sure i mean you fancy it was it was an ardbeg scotch and it was fucking delicious but i and i don't know if it made any difference it was aged in space yeah like i'm i'm skeptical on the aging whiskey in space because it's all about 
controlling yeah. the air around it they and what well, it's in. It's probably in like a plastic that. pouch. So you should be skeptical because it was really fucking expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, but yeah, I mean, how do we, I, I don't, don't know why I brought it. that up. How do yeah. we feel about like doing tests on mice and space? Why did you bring that up? Did they test know. the whiskey on mice? I wanted to mice? brag because I had clearly, clearly, just a moment. Want to name drop? Remember that one time? I was such a big deal. I can afford space whiskey. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Space whiskey. Um, I'm, I'm normally against animal testing if it's for cosmetic purposes. Sure. But if it's for things like medical necessity, um, we have to test sometimes on other animals before right. anything will be allowed to be tested on humans um, for like regulation purposes. So, Do you mind yeah. if I ask what's the difference between cosmetic testing and... Like for and makeup like products and stuff. Like you don't want to put lipstick like on a mouse. Shoving shampoo <laughs> in a bunny's eye, just like oh no, I got so. They shampoo my... bunny's eyes. Yeah, they do worse than that too. But yeah, it's fucked up. But I figure I I consider that cosmetic. Absolutely. Um, but if Versus it's like, like testing ALS research. medication or like ALS yeah. research or like you know cancer therapies yeah, um they they have to take it in I steps know. and unfortunately it's tough though because they're like pumping mice full of cancer to see if they can cure them and yeah. surprise they didn't but then the argument yeah. would be that these are mice whose sole existence is this purpose yeah they're well, well, according according to humans let's, let's yeah. they're bred for that it's like let's yeah. just go get some mice and then make more of them to do this yeah could I you mean, argue that that's what they do for animal testing in other realms as well well that's where the argument comes in so it, it, then it just comes down to is it needless cruelty or is it cruelty that doesn't serve a greater moral purpose right, yeah, and yeah. Then, yeah. for some people of, yeah yeah, yeah let's the i mean just like good. eating meat itself you know it's yeah. I, I just I'm uncomfortable with the idea of cruelty serving a greater purpose and I mm -hmm. you'd rather I, they test animals for no reason <laughs> <laughs> I really put that on we're just trying to put a lot of bad psychic That's energy in the okay. world <laughs> I mean this is something where like I, I readily recognize that I benefit from the scientific research done on, through animal testing you know I mean I've had cancer you know like I and yeah. for me it was like just a surgery in or out and you're fine and that might not have been the case if it hadn't been for animal testing that was done before so yeah, that's the end product of a long yeah. long process of making sure that it's gonna be okay yeah. when they do it to you yeah i just wish that we didn't have to i wish there was another yeah. way yeah, or like too. computer modeling or something i don't know right. and i i get uncomfortable with this idea that that any living creature could be bred just for humans to experiment mm, on yeah because like who the fuck are we well what if you were adrian Vite and you're trapped on one of uh, jupiter's moons and the only way to get out was <laughs> to you know murder a bunch of uh sort of bred uh, human beings dog are you trying to derail me <laughs> onto the topic <laughs> for once i'm going different yeah i'm gonna switch it up a little bit i yeah. just realized who you were talking about because i'm like yeah i get that reference <laughs> so many times on this show a reference is made and i'm like <laughs> this time I'm like, yeah, I know what he's talking about. You saw that. I did a fake out yeah. by doing an on-topic reference. It was so, so good, funny. so good. In the last Star Trek Club, Sarah laughed at some reference, and then she's like, I don't get it. It's <laughs> really just funny. To be part of the moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was assimilate that ass. She was just like, that just sounds funny. Yeah. <laughs> Any other thoughts on uh, mice, mighty mice in space? I hope they get superpowers. 
I like the whole they beefy Mises. Yeah. I hope I they mean, come yeah, back and just bully the shit out of like the New York City rats. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, like they pull up on the subway and they're like, what you got on my lunch money, fool? Like, you know? like This could be a great movie, Planet of the Mice, where yeah. like yeah. we send mice to space to get really beefy. They come back and take over the fucking mm-hmm. world. Right? I don't know if I want them to take over the world, but I definitely want them to beat up the rats. Oh my gosh, can you imagine the rats at <laughs> Seattle Center just getting their asses handed to them? <laughs> oh, they didn't even know. They'd just be like, oh, I'm just trying to end scavenge. And like, nope. Not today. It's my Not trash anymore. can fool. Like that. Yeah. I mean, who watched Pinky and the Brain? Oh, yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. Same thing we do are... every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. They are like lab mice. They're yeah. mice. Or rats. What are they? They're lab rats. Lab they're... rats. Yeah. Lab mice. Mice. I think they're mice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the space news. <laughs> space news. <laughs> they're beefy. They're beefy and the okay. <laughs> Beefy in the brain. Space news! All right, fine. Let's talk about Watchmen. <laughs> Y'all push me. Now it's, all, to... now it's going to be all about how do we get off the topic of Watchmen. So true. Um, so this was like... Challenge accepted. First of all, I have to apologize to the listeners because they heard this all out of order over the last like month and a half as I realized you had all seen Watchmen because it all happened out of order like from when it was recorded and when it was released in the podcast. This is what it feels like to talk to John... Osterman. Yes. yes. <laughs> you were like talking done. about stuff that makes no sense. I know. Contemporaneously for me. But anyway, so this was the first thing where like all the space nerds had watched it and we were all stoked on it. And I'm super excited to have us all in the same room to talk about it. So yeah. let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Who here read the comic? Raise your hands. It's everyone but Alexandria. Hands, right? Okay. <laughs> also, let me, I, let me just go ahead and tell everyone right now. Uh, I I have no clue about the Watchmen series or heroes or right. any Did of the. Did you people. watch the movie, the Zack Snyder movie? No, oh, this is, this is I, great. I thought you said Sexinator movie for a second. <laughs> I think. Well, no, I don't. I, don't <laughs> I could see him making even. a movie called the Sexinator. Zack yeah. Snyder's nickname is the Sexinator. Yeah, no, yeah, I um. I only watched it because of Regina King. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I am a huge fan of She's hers. So good and and this. I saw and everyone and actually a lot of my black friends were posting about it and saying, Y'all have got to Did watch they? this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, Cool, cool. I'ma look it up. And then yeah. I watched it and I was like, Oh, this is Oh my goodness, it's sci-fi. Like I got, I got excited. I, like, I got tricked. Oh, no, not even tricked. Like I'm excited. Like, oh, I'm gonna be in the if Jesse brings something up, I'll it. be able to oh, right, right, right. I'm like, ha, ha, I get that reference. I'm like, <laughs> you know, because because I see I've seen it. Yeah. 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 So okay, so coming to it having no knowledge of the story, what did you make of it? Okay. First things first, it took me a few episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. because I didn't know anything about it, that first episode uh, and I it's will say I knew opens. about uh, the bombing of Black Wall Street and I knew yeah. that that happened yeah. in real life yeah. so um, so to have that also put in like mass media I'm like yeah finally yeah. people are going to learn about the history that doesn't get told right totally um, that was the first I'd heard about it so I'm happy that the show out. oh that's the first I'd ever heard of it I thought it was fictional I, I know nope. I was yeah. like what, and, what? but yeah. Then I found out that it was real. I was like, "How did I yeah. not know about this?" Because they don't, they don't, it's and, and no one. Why wash? People would not want you to know that, yeah. right, that's that the whole America point. bombed yeah. out the the wealthiest city in America, yeah. which was hap- which also happened to be a happened to be a black town, and so yeah, right, um, yeah. And I this completely blew my mind, um, and like upsets me all the way through and through. <laughs> like I'm so <laughs> upset that not only is this this huge piece of American history that's kind of hidden, mm-hmm. but also like the basis for the fight for reparations yeah. is, you know, like financially yeah. like the black community was like destroyed um, by fucking white supremacists. Yeah. Yep. And I, the fact that that somehow 
just doesn't get taught or talked about just outside of the black community is swept like swept under the rug for most of us. Oh, we yeah. had no idea. Yeah. That's so disgusting. It's yeah. like absolutely despicable that like we live in that country. Have you read that the the Tanahasi Coates uh, essay, the case, the case for reparations? Yeah. I haven't, but I listened to Damon Lindelof talk about it, yeah. how that essay was what inspired him to write Watchmen. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. It's really good, and it really. I mean, the 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 the, the Tulsa riots gets. I don't want to say just like a side mention, but it's just because this is like a long essay that's going through an entire history yeah. mm-hmm. uh, of of how America's founded on, you know, yeah. black labor and yeah. stealing all uh, black wealth. Um, so this is just like, here's a little snippet of that. But th- the essay is great because it does present this as a totality, as like part of the entire history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So not having this information out there is part of maintaining the the status quo is part of maintaining right. yeah. you know, right. white supremacy because once you start to say like oh wait a minute this world exists because of these things yeah it starts to chip away and without that you can have like no it's the American dream yeah you, you work hard and you pull get yourself what's up coming. by your bootstraps right, right, and right, right, da 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 and right. I can such as yeah also I love your glasses oh, that has, you. it has nothing to do with anything except I'm watching you talking like <laughs> those glasses are everything That's also great. I just noticed your Star Wars shirt and I love it and look at his socks. Oh yeah, Nerd. you oh, fashionable son of a bitch! <laughs> you are just prepared. It's so great. <laughs> wardrobe wise for this podcast. For the po- oh, I dress yeah. up for the podcast. Oh, this is yeah. Using his best, um, but I. Uh, but it took me. I watched the whole episode and I texted my sister because she'd seen the whole series before the whole season before I did, and I said, "What the hell am I watching?" And she was just like, "Just keep, just keep going." Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, "None of this makes sense. We're bouncing over here. We're over yep. here. We're in a countryside. Like, where? What is happening?" I would say even as someone who is familiar with the movie and the comic book, the mm-hmm. backstory, it was still like, what the fuck is Absolutely. going on? Like, yeah. What the fuck is yeah. going on? It's a totally on? different time frame from the, the comic. And yeah. so these are mostly new characters. So they're, oh, so they're like new... new a lot new of them are new. Yeah. Um, what is new imagery for y'all as well? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It's very interesting because I had been wondering, like, what is it like to watch this without that back history of mm-hmm. it and then I watched it again recently in preparation for this and one thing I was thinking is like oh you know what knowing the further backstory isn't that important it mm-hmm. feels like it's mm-hmm. like fleshes some things out yeah and there's like some Easter like, eggs or like Easter oh, eggs yeah, yeah and there's some nice. like little nods yeah. and things like that but it's it's not at all needed for the story which is another testament to how well mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. it made it is because it's not a sequel you know it's yeah. not yeah. 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 alone so well it, yeah yeah and Watchmen is for me is like I'm that kid who like got into comics through Watchmen and that's so common where yeah. You know, I mean, I was in my early 20s, I think, when I read Watchmen for the first time, and I had never really been into comic books, and that started this, like, love affair with comic books, Mm -hmm. because comic books, to me, are one of the ultimate mediums, because... I love reading because you like imagine shit, you know, mm-hmm. but I love watching TV because you get to see shit. Yeah. But then I love comics because you get to do both at the same time. Yeah. Where you, like, together, you get yeah. both. Yeah. yeah, you like put your imagination into how the, the panels are moving one into the other. Mm-hmm. And Watchmen is the best example of that, where it's so cinematic and the way it's written and drawn is just, um, it's just like this perfect example of the medium and just yeah. totally sold me on comics. I've read it several times. Um, and I really love the story. It's such an interesting story. But the new show, I was like, I, I don't even know how this could be good. Like, how could this be good? Right. And it ended up just being so good. Yeah. Like, so good. so good. It's like a masterpiece. It is yeah. a masterpiece. And it builds on the comic book beautifully. But, like, you don't need to have read the comic book. Mm. And I think Because I, makes... I got it. Yeah. By the time it was over, I was like, 
Yeah! I'm like screaming at the screen. Yeah. I think I'm watching on my phone, so I'm screaming at my phone. Yeah. Like, yeah! yeah, but that's normal for you. It's very true. I feel like it makes the original comic way better. I think it, it not yeah. only does it not like detract from the story, but it adds so much to the texture of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Particularly with... Uh, in in regards to hooded justice, yeah, which is that like was, a yeah. a background character in I the in the comic. <gasps> We're gonna get into deep spoiler stuff. That whole so. episode, yeah, yo, yeah. yo, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> so we're getting into deep. So you already warned them. I did because of the yeah. the whole hooded justice thing. Also, there there are things that like I was talking to a friend of mine who is gay, and he was like, "I just loved how they just like casually him and that white man were right. in, were Dr. in bed Metropolis. just chilling." Yeah. Thank you, Doctor Metropolis, just okay. chilling, and like it was just two lovers having a conversation, and like yeah. it it was normalized. And I was like, "Yeah," and it was also sexy as shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I'm watching like <laughs> nice looking guys. Okay, yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is really sexy." Like. <laughs> Am I allowed to feel how sexy um, this is, even though I'm not gay? Like, yeah, and it oh. captures sort of like I think complexities of a relationship. Yeah, where, like Metropolis is kind of an asshole to him, completely. But he's also totally. like, you're beautiful, you know. Yeah, it's, I yeah. mean, he's just purely racist. But yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw a theory about those two. Huh. Um. So we know that uh, Hooded Justice or Will Reeves, he gets the uh, the mind control thingy. So right. you see that at the end. That's how he got. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. hit the flashing light. He got the flashing thing. light yeah. thing yeah. from Cyclops. But we see that when uh, Doctor Manhattan goes to him to be like, "Hey, by the way, uh, you have a granddaughter, right. and I'm gonna I'm gonna be with her for a while. Um, when oh, I come yeah. out of the tunnel, I'm gonna come to you for help." Um, but when he goes to him, Will Reeves is in like a fancy ass mansion yeah. in New York when he right. was a poor man yeah. before, but. Metropolis had a bunch of money. Right. <gasps> we and they, don't know how he went from having no money to all the money, but he had a flashy thingy. Right. He probably brainwashed Get his out, former oh boyfriend. My God, I didn't yeah. even oh. think about that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, in the show they say he was in a rich ass house. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they say that he was given it by uh, Nelson in his will. Uh, uh, but even that I is that like uh, I don't know like I don't even, know but he could have flashy thinged him to put him in the will yeah, yeah. absolutely because I was surprised <laughs> yeah, because because saying, it, like, like if you're gonna you treated me like shit well yeah I did oh, not see that relationship that. lasting yeah, into right. his death and then like Get also here's all my stuff out of here I didn't even think about that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah that whole episode where um, like with the nostalgia where you're re-experiencing Will Reeves' memories crazy yeah that's like right in the middle of the season and I mean, I didn't watch the show for like two weeks after that because I just it took me that long to digest it because mm. it was so each good. episode yeah. was so really good like heavy yeah. heavy, heavy. Yeah. yeah you I'm so glad that I did not binge oh, them. oh I binged the shit out of it because it was <laughs> I, I needed a week after each episode to be like to process it to digest yeah like, all right I'm ready for more totally I half but, binged because I wanted to watch this and I knew mm. I was either gonna love it or I was gonna hate watch yeah. it and I was fine with that <laughs> but I wanted to take it all at once I knew that either way yeah. I was gonna be like jonesing for the next episode. Yeah. So I was like, I'm gonna so wait. Waited. I'm gonna wait. And it's like, motherfucker. Oh people wait, that's are right. Because this is about this. We're talking about HBO here, so yeah, we're talking yeah. like weekly releases. Yeah, right. but like, I watched it after the series was released. So I watched oh, it at the series finale. So I yeah. watched the whole thing in one. Yeah. yeah, and that's what I wanted to. Because oh, I figured yeah. like I can wait. I got so much other shit that I'm watching. Mm-hmm. But you know, news sites that I go to were talking about Watchmen. I was like, what the fuck world am I living Spoiler. in? Yeah. Why are yeah. people <laughs> online? I figured it was just gonna be like 
you know, like Succession is like another. It's an mm-hmm. HBO show. It's fine, but you don't like read. Yeah, because clearly we don't care it. about that. We all said who? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah it, HBO yeah. has a lot of like fine <laughs> shows. Right. Uh, the one, the Stephen King one, the murder show. I heard oh, that was that good. Outsiders. Really interesting. I would yeah. highly recommend it. But it's not for me. You don't read any. I say no. I don't like creepy horror stuff, and it is too violent for my taste. But mm-hmm. it is like, whoa, this is fascinating. Yeah. Um, uh, the the Lyra show the Golden oh, Compass, yeah. Golden Compass. Yeah. I didn't watch that. which is yeah. great it's a great it's great source material they did a great ad- they adaptation they did a great adaptation but you sure. never see anything written about it so I was fully yeah. like great Watchmen yeah. could sit there get ten done then I can binge it and I was like Ooh. nope and so I just waited and waited I kept dodging spoilers I'm like I can't do it anymore yeah. Yeah. so then I half binged and got caught up and basically you broke your phone over your knee because yeah. you, couldn't, <laughs> yeah. you couldn't do anything else yeah. Yeah. no more yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I you know I the it's way that anyways, yeah. yeah I the way that this show interacts with the source material is maybe one of my favorite examples of adapting something that I've mm-hmm. ever seen. Yeah. Like the way that it not only like takes some interesting parts from the first one and then just kind of ignores a whole bunch of other shit, right. but like there's this problem in media where like you know Alan Moore who wrote the original comic is a white guy and. Yep. It's not a diverse comic, you know, unless you're counting blue people. It's not very diverse. <laughs> no, it's, uh, and then it has to, criticisms, and that's one of the top criticisms. Yeah, but know? then the show, like, turned that inside out and turns right. Hooded Justice into a black man pretending to be a white man mm-hmm. because... And he's the first superhero. Right. And, like, right. there's that story is ridiculously powerful. That, yeah. that yeah. reveal to me was probably the biggest, like... Oh, like not even, not even like yeah. Doctor Manhattan, because I kind of yeah. saw that one coming. Yeah, yeah. But I had a f- sense of that one. Right, 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 yeah. right. A suspicion. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you kind of like have that little nagging, yeah. nagging, yeah. nagging prick on your shoulder. Yeah. Um, you nagging, you nagging prick. prick. <laughs> That's like something that Fraser would call Niles. <laughs> Niles, um, you nagging prick. You nagging prick. Uh, but but that one took me. Totally. Like, I too. like yeah. sat back and was just like. He had to paint his face. Yeah. What? Well, and I was like, "What? How? How did people not realize?" Yeah. And then, like, the next scene Told is you. him painting his face white. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, smart. His yeah. wife. So it makes sense. That was so interesting. Can I just talk about this for a second and see if y'all yeah. go down this road with me? Yeah. His wife. I am not sure what made her switch. Right. So he comes home and he's like, "I beat the shit out of this couple. I'm a vigilante." Right. And she was like, yo, if you're going to do this, you need to be a white man. So right. then he becomes a white man. And then she immediately like despises him for it. Yeah. Like it was almost uh, as if it was like night and day. And I don't know, yeah. maybe if there was like a, a, a montage that I missed. No. So I think that this is, it's an overtime thing. That episode yeah. is really They covered interesting. a lot into that one episode. Yeah. And they, they cover a lot of span of time mm-hmm. and they play with time. Mm-hmm. They jump around a lot. Um, but I, the sense I get is that June recognized Will's anger and that was the thing that was like a terrifying thing for her or at least a sympathetic thing like oh this man that I'm in love with has so much justified anger in his life Mm -hmm. and then she saw uh, him doing the hooded justice as a way to like this is an outlet for the anger but then it actually didn't it made it worse Uh, and then the one of the lines was when uh, the lines that he crosses is when he starts yelling at Marcus, their son. Oh, that's right about right, putting on makeup. Marcus is putting on the makeup. Yes. And then right. he's like, no, 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 no. And then he yells at uh, Marcus, tries to like rub the makeup on his face. And then June comes over. And it's actually really interesting because June was like, nope, 
we're yeah. done. I'm yeah. leaving. You yeah. Know? Okay. And so thank uh, you for reminding me of that. It was a son. Cause yeah. I was like, but also I, I think it was more like, I don't know why hooded justice was so angry at his son for putting on makeup. Then it was like, maybe that was a closeted homophobe thing. You know how like, it's, it's, well, he's also cheating on his wife this whole time right. with a man. Yeah. And I, th- and I, although he didn't like come clean to her, I think that I think the way he treated go. her probably changed a little bit mm-hmm. around the time that he started, you know, becoming a vigilante. Mm-hmm. So I think that we're just seeing like snippets of the relationship as it starts to deteriorate. Yeah. Okay. But I think yeah. that Will despises wearing a mask and people wearing masks. And I think yeah. that wearing the mask of a white man is a reminder that he lives in society where he can't be himself yeah. in that society. So then seeing his son basically put on yes. white makeup yeah. is bringing all of this anger at what he's doing, you know, yeah. forward. Festering so. in. Yeah, yeah. So, and so it's it's one of these things where I'm like, yeah, I get him being mad at Marcus doing this. And I totally get June being like, well, don't take it out on my son. Yeah. You know, it's a fucked up situation all around. Yeah. Yeah. And just like masterfully shown. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So well done. And then also they do a great job of all of that carrying through the generations of like mm-hmm. yeah. Will carrying through to Marcus, carrying through to Angela. Yeah. You know, yeah, definitely. Really interesting. Speaking of that, the we don't see Marcus a whole lot, but we see him briefly in Vietnam when we start to get Angela's flashbacks. Right. Yeah, yeah. right. And we understand that his disdain for superheroes yeah. comes from that interaction yep. right. with yeah. his You're dad. Right. That I remember great. that. And so he's like, no, you can't have the Sister Knight VHS. Go right. put it back for the hundredth right. time. Right. Like heroes don't wear masks. Heroes don't yeah. wear masks. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, yeah. And it all came full circle. Sister Knight is a fucking badass, amazing character. Yeah. yeah. Angela is... I, oh, man. I, I hadn't seen that actress in anything that I could remember. I cannot believe that. Regina King, right? <laughs> and yeah, now I like want to dive into her catalog. What was catalog. the sitcom? Room 227? I don't know what that is. There's a sitcom. Uh, I think it is just 227. 227? Okay. Yes. I believe that that a was A sitcom? Her. She's on a sitcom? Oh, yeah, school. This is like in the 90s. 80s. Oh, 80s. Okay. Like 80s. That's the only... That's what I had primarily recognized her from. Yeah. So uh, She was also in... Uh, uh, the Americans. She won an Emmy okay. for, uh, for that. I watched the that pilot and I've, I've never seen that. Mm. Yeah, she was definitely in two two seven. There was yeah, like I, an aggressive. I just like haven't. I haven't like crossed paths with her career. She was in Miscongeniality too, which I did see and hated. I, <laughs> <laughs> me too. I like the first we one. Well, the first one's great. The first yeah. one is fantastic. It's so good. <laughs> this is Sandra Bullock, right? Yes. Okay. This is her. This is like peak Bullock. I think. Yes, it is. Yeah, that, like we've that. talked about this before. That movie's great. I didn't know that Doug liked it, too. This I is know. Great. <laughs> we should we do have a, a spin-off series now. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Mr. Geniality. We just gotta do a For non-genre fiction, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna... Oh, Boondocks. If you've ever watched the Boondocks, the cartoon yeah. series. Oh, yeah, She yeah. voiced the two main boys. Oh, both oh, Riley oh. and Huey. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, yeah. She's such a bad... I mean, obviously, like... She's starting to break into white mainstream. Right. Obviously, right, right, right. with this, right. she is. Yeah. But, like, black people have known who she is for. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, excited. Yeah. Give us more. She's everything. Yeah, She's everything. I think of it, when you say that, it makes me think of, like, uh, the action star Chow Yun Fat where he mm. was, like, big in action movies. And then there was, like, this period of, oh, he's getting into, like, mainstream like, Western sort of movies, you yeah. know? That the, you, you can have this silo of cinema or any art form and then you can bleed into the 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 wider culture even just yeah. like like what i was saying with the watchman itself where i was like this is a nerd culture in a silo i don't have to worry about getting spoiled it's like oh <laughs> nope i do mm-hmm. they're yeah. talking about it here mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting how I, I just makes me think about the idea that like 
the bombing of Black Wall Street I'd never heard of. And then there's also this amazing actress who I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, we live in this country where there are so many different societies within this yeah. one country. Mm-hmm. But the but there's like this I don't know, like this in, in media, it's generally just like white culture, you know? Yes. That is presented and that is well known and that it's so frustrating. It's like mm. I don't know. That's why this show is so powerful and such a great, amazing show because it kind of tried to bridge that gap and kind of show people who didn't know that that gap exists. Like, mm-hmm. this is what it's like on the other side of that. Well, this mm-hmm. is someone who, where it's the David Linda, Damon Lindelof, Damon Lindelof, where yeah. you've got like a, a straight white cis male who is using the, the capital that he's kind of garnered to himself in yeah. life and now has this creative opportunity. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to do something with this to kind of expand uh, what I what, speaking in his voice, what I have done with my creativity before, like mm-hmm. I'm going to make something that is not just another reflection of the stories that uh, are told to me and that I have previously told before. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that's, you know, uh, that's uh, unfortunately one of the ways that it has to get done. Someone yeah. who has the opportunity yeah. to do whatever they want, not just be a selfish prick. That about we it, need you. Know? Like, yeah. We, yeah. It's true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like one way to be an actual meaningful ally. You know, is yes. like right. if you have if you have a voice, and I guarantee he's not going like, look at me, I cast a black woman in this. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no, do you know what I mean? Like he's not yeah. going like, but did you see? But did you see you guys? <laughs> yeah. I, I did it. I did that. I listened to an interview is, with him. Can I have a cookie, black people? I, <laughs> I listened to an interview with him, and he was talking about how. HBO was pursuing him to make Watchmen and he mm. didn't want to do it. Yeah. Um, but he wanted to make something about Tulsa mm. because he'd read that that essay, The Case for Reparations. And they kept hounding him. He kept saying no. And then he's like, well, can I do this? And they're like, sure. He's like, okay, well, now I'm making no, Watchmen. Yeah. And then he just <laughs> surrounded him, himself with uh, writers of color to make sure that that I mean, because it's a very black show. It's like a very right. black story. They recast so, two Characters that were white in the source material to be Black John, yeah, and uh, and uh, Hooded Justice, John, and then John, the, who's John? Oh, Dr. The, uh, thank the, you, Man. yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Thank you. In the comic, Cal. his name is John. <laughs> okay, I said Osterman. Osterman. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, she calls him John a couple times, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you remember at one point they show him as a, like a little kid and he's in the castle? He catches the two people fucking. And then he was a little white kid. He was a little white kid, and then his father is there, and he's German. Wait. This gets. I mean, it's something. Yes, that you can but how did he become some, blue? They don't ever show it in this. They in talk this, about yeah. it, but he, they made the musical. The guy who the, went into yes, the thing and he, exactly. and he burned yes, up. Yes, that's, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's he, his origin story. He, he was like stripped down to his atoms and then put yeah. back together as this blue superhero in the he comic got blown book, up in a science yeah, experiment. Yeah, basically. But then when he. Yo! <laughs> so wait a minute time out because I'm late I'm late to the party yeah. so the old white man that was breeding the same two people over yep. and over and over which was the funniest shit Ooh. I've ever seen right, in my right, life right. well that's Adrian Veidt that's yep. Adrian Veidt is that yep. his character name or his actor name character name, character name. Character name. He's, he's the bad guy in Jeremy the original Harris. story okay yep. so Adrian yep. is like I'm gonna write a play called The Watchmaker's Watch Son. Son right okay yes. And the watchmaker, and, and they puts the guy in the thing and like burns him up. Burns him yeah. up. Yeah. And then a blue ass naked guy yeah. yep. comes down out of the ceiling. Yep. Yeah. And that is how Dr. Manhattan became him. Yes. Yeah. So somehow, somehow that little story. white boy yep. became the blue thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the blue thing turned into a black man. I remember that part because <laughs> yeah. that was the sexiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, where she just gets to pick the body. Uh, she's like, yeah. I would be okay like, with oh, this one. Yes. Oh, no, no. Please. 
No. I, okay, I will. Okay. I, I was just rewatching this today, and it was something that I hadn't caught before, and I was like, oh, did Angela have a relationship with Cal before he died? No. Before he was John? No. Because John so. is like, I could do whatever you wanted, and she's like, we'll pick one of these. He's like, it doesn't matter to me. She's like, it doesn't matter to me. And then he says, well, then... I'll just pick one of these unless there's something you're holding out. Unless you've got someone else you're holding back. I think back. it's because the other two guys were white. Well, that. Okay. And she okay. was like, that. Nah. She was like, well, there's this, there's black, this guy. black guy over uh, here. I, yeah, I, like, okay. I don't okay. think she had a relationship with, <laughs> yeah. with okay. the black guy. She just in the, saw in the, in the pretty man and was gotcha. like, hello. Yeah. She, didn't, she didn't want to admit that this is what she wanted or she True. was concerned she didn't want to be about putting him in the body of a black And when they said like, oh, Dr. Manhattan's a black guy, she was like, oh, he wouldn't be one of us. Like earlier in the somebody said it. It might have been her, but like someone in the before we found out who he was, was, right. like, oh, he would never, he would never be one of us. He'd okay. never be able to like that. Okay, um, okay, okay. That makes sense then. So yeah. I think it's like also like, do you want to be a black man? Right. Like, oh, you have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these strapping white men with all this privilege. You want to be this guy? Okay. She gave him options. Yeah. She gave him options, <laughs> but he wouldn't care because he's that actor is really fine as shit. Yeah. Oh my so god. Nice. So I just watched Us recently, and he is in it for like thirty seconds. Oh, where? He's the dad of the girl in the flashback of when they're back at you the. You are right. Free- and he's like, he's like, you drunk are right, and trying to win her a prize or something. Oh, wow. You're right. And you're I was right. Like, you're right. Doctor Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <you're right. laughs> His name is like Yaya. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got like Yaya. a three, like with a hyphen in there. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was yeah, he's so hot, and his dick is. <laughs> I know. Huge. Stop it. Yeah, let's talk about. Do we not his talk about my husband penis. like that? <laughs> First of all, okay. specimen. That's a key feature of Doctor Manhattan. You know what's though. really sad though? It is. It's sad. It's like a prerequisite. Thing. I think you the only sad thing the about that is like perpetuating the stereotype that black men have big dicks. Because poor the black men out there with those poor Aww. like we're trying so hard penises are just going to be so mad after well, seeing that. If they digitally <laughs> altered or physically altered but to give him a larger be. size penis, that's a problem. If the man is blessed, the man is blessed. That's, I mean, you know, they can't body didn't, shame him. I'm guessing they I'm didn't not, cast him by right. saying, before we do this, right. what do you got? Well, I just, I really actually appreciated the, the choice to show his dick so much because, oh, you know, that probably, is, I'm sorry, he's 6'3". He's, yeah. he's endowed. That's yeah. that's that's natural. That's yeah. gonna yeah. happen. It's proportional. Yeah, it's like yeah, a yeah, character. I am so sorry if you listen to this. <laughs> we love also, you. Also, leave a comment so that I can email you. Your Thank wife you. misses you. <laughs> Talk to your wife. Uh, yeah, like in the original comic, he's always naked. Once yeah. he becomes Doctor Manhattan, he's always he's he like doesn't clothes. he doesn't see the need for clothes he's anymore. He's forced yeah. to wear clothes in certain situations. Yeah. Right. but it was like he a big, doesn't care. It was a big deal in the movie. To actually, because there was a Zack Snyder made a movie in like the mid two thousands, right? Yeah, two thousand eight or nine. Yeah, mm, and it's like it's basically like um, it's basically just the comic book, except they changed the ending to remove the giant squid, yeah. which is so annoying because that's like what the, like whole the whole story hinges on. Mm-hmm. I watched but, it again recently; it's not as bad as I thought the first time through. It well, works; it's fine. It's not yeah, the it's original, fine. but yeah, it's it fine. Works. But anyway, like the the big blue guy in that movie they showed his dick a lot too right and he was like all cg in that movie where they basically just kind of like redrew his whole body mm. whereas in the show like sometimes he was glowing but sometimes he was just blue right yeah. and sometimes then it was obviously the glow in yeah like yeah. that was just his body yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. they do that long panning shot long panning shot where they <laughs> just go like past his dick and yeah it's like more it's dick time. than you'd ever need to show <laughs> right and i actually really appreciate that because like that you just don't see it's that part of that character that's true though. and also you, yeah. you see a lot of titties and you see you lots of like gratuitous yeah. women yeah but you never just see just straight out penis right yeah i'm a fan of equal opportunity 
community objectification. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I appreciated that they they went that far with it. It works for the character, it works for the show, and you know, it's not bad to look at. <laughs> <laughs> so So how do we bounce back from that? <laughs> I, I have a it's this not Dick Talk with the space. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode of Dick Talk. Um <laughs> Miss Congeniality. It's <laughs> It's sort of a, a tangent, I guess, since we're talking about his body. Um, so, Cyclops is one of the names of the Seventh Cavalry, right? And they start by showing in like some of the flashbacks that Cyclops started way back in like the 1930s. Yep. And but their symbol was the OK like the, sign language over the, over the thing, right? And I can't help but think. Obviously, they're referencing, like... The Greek Cyclops? Oh, Dr. Dr. Manhattan Manhattan's has a head. circle on his oh, forehead. Yeah. But they, they did, I mean, it's totally out of chronological, like... Right, right, right. The proper timing. But it all tied together because they were originally just calling themselves Cyclops and, like, right. whatever, and, like, a, like a one-eye or whatever. But then... But then they made their entire outfit about taking his power. Right. Right. And so, I don't know, it just felt very appropriate. This could be one of those, like, thematic things where then yeah. they show the, the symbol for the Cyclops group, yeah. which is that, like, almost like a Sauron, Eye of Sauron kind the, of thing. Yeah. Which also, they show us a few times in this one, the, um, I think they show it in the show, the giant squid that that was teleported down mm-hmm. there that also has that has like big, big weird eye. Right. So like the egg, this okay. could be one of those yeah. recurring just it was just a it's just a thematic thing that they go choice. back to. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That would be my guess. Yeah. I yeah. imagine so, but I was But I like I hadn't seen that. that. I hadn't yeah. even thought about that, but it makes perfect like yeah. Dr. Mm-hmm. Manhattan symbol uh-huh, yeah. makes him basically a Cyclops. Yeah. 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 That reminds me, I, how much did we love Judd until we found out that he was a white supremacist? <laughs> oh, I'm so mad! Yeah. I, was angry I did too, love him! I was thinking to myself, oh, talk to your 1985 self and be uh, like, you know, in the future, yeah. they're going to make a TV show, they're going to make a movie about the Watchmen and a TV show, everyone's going to love the TV show, and it's going to have fucking Don Johnson in it, <laughs> right. and it's not going to be weird. It'll be yeah. like, yeah! He was so good. He, he was, was really good. good. I haven't seen Don Johnson in anything in a while, and he just came out swinging. Like, he's so charismatic, yeah. and his relationship with Angela was so oh. palpable, and it's just, like, absolutely heartbreaking to find out that he was part of this white supremacist group. Yeah. But then, on top of that, like, we don't ever get to talk to him about it or ask him about it because he's killed in the first episode. Right. Yep. Angela never gets to have that conversation with him. And we, I mean, we come to find out that his wife is like a higher up in this organization. Right. So obviously yeah. he was part of it. Right. And he did believe in it. And, but, but it's, it's just crazy that we never get to have that conversation with him. It's, it's that's like, another thing that's you. interesting on a rewatch is like, you watch it again, you're like, oh, now you know who all the secret racists are. Yeah. And yeah. you get to see how they behave and how they talk to people. But it, so, so here's a, There were clues yeah. that he was a bad guy. Um, talk so, about it, Jane. You, no. Yeah, sorry. Talk, I, want, <laughs> I am so here for this. Talk okay. about it, Jane. So the fact that his name was Judd. Judd! <laughs> like in Oklahoma. Continue. Exactly. <laughs> sorry. Because they show, they, they like, they go to see Black Oklahoma. They hang Oklahoma. a lantern on it. Yeah. Judd is the villain in Oklahoma. Right. Uh-huh. And he's, uh, the racist sheriff. He's a, like the racist dude. And right. he's, he's a misogynist and, um, there was something else. He he was covering things up um, in the first episode. He was trying to downplay the fact that there was 
crimes happening. I can't remember now uh, exactly okay. what happened, but I, I read a little bit recently that I was like, oh, in hindsight, obviously. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But oh, yeah. And his wife, went, um, when they're sitting around the table after the show, and he's all like, oh, yeah, I was in Oklahoma. And his wife goes, but you hated Oklahoma. Right, right. And he's like, no, 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 no. I loved it. And then he's a lovely show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, then, and, and then he has to like get up and sing and, and get all chummy with Angela right. and everything. But it's like, there were a yeah. few hints before. And the first time through, it's like, the tree. it's, it's, they're, <laughs> they're playing for laughs. Like it's black Oklahoma, but yeah. also Angela doesn't like it because she yeah. lied about going there. Yeah. But yeah, there is a, there is a, another layer to that mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. oh, he just doesn't like the idea of there being a black Oklahoma. Right. You know, in a play and yeah. in reality. I think there's also a layer of like you, like there are racists who exist who like individual people of the race that they hate. And that is, that is why I was not surprised. Mm-hmm. I was not surprised mm-hmm. even in the, even in the slightest. The surprise that got me was not even, uh, so I wasn't surprised about Judd because I'm just like, mm, I have people who like me and say shit to me all the time that I'm like, that is not okay. Right. Yeah. Right. But no, 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 you're one of the good ones. Oh, that is not okay. <laughs> yeah. But like, you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I live you it. And I feel like black, right. black folk kind of just know. Like right. we're just yeah. like, okay. But what did get me, not even that she was a racist hoe, <laughs> but the way she turned, wait, the way the wife turned and, and oh, responded to the, the, the investigator, yeah, yeah. when she <laughs> yes. said, oh, well, we, well, it started out that way. Yeah, that was, was the oh, And I was, was like, incredible. Oh, I rewound it so many times yeah. to yeah. see the, because the acting was brilliant. I'm also, I'm an actor, so like, I watched her face turn and watched her just like, <laughs> And oh. I was like, look at that beat shit. Oh. That's when she like Ooh. hits the button and the couch falls through. That's the, it. Yeah. And it won't work. Yeah. I yeah. adored that moment so much. Yeah. You know, something I loved about this show was the absurdism. Yeah. Yes. Like when the car just drops out of the sky yeah. or yeah. when that Amazing. slippery dude like goes into loop the man. sewers. Loop man. Oh, got a loop man theory. Yeah. <laughs> Hit me with the loop is man it, theory. That's my, that's, yeah. Wait, what? So the PD, the, uh, the, uh, the other FBI guy. The other FBI guy who's like super into superheroes. Oh, yeah. I love that. So, wait, what happened flunky. with the, with a lube man? There was one scene in <laughs> Did the I miss first handful I of Sister episodes. Sister Knight was chasing somebody? Sister Knight yeah. has sawed down her grandfather's wheelchair and she's put the wheelchair parts into a duffel bag. Okay. And she goes out to, over a bridge. Oh, like a train or something. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. like in some sort of like yard somewhere, uh-huh. just like out of the city, it looks like. Okay. She's dumping the evidence. She's dumping the evidence. So she throws the duffel bag of the wheelchair parts over the bridge, lands into a truck, truck truck drives away. She's like, great. That's done. She turns around. There's a tall, skinny dude wearing a a silver lycra outfit. And his lips are like really bright red. She's like, along with the audience, what the fuck is that? What is this? And then he starts running and she starts chasing him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he pulls out like condiment squirt bottles. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. And squirts stuff on him. And then slides into the sewer. Right. And then... (laughs) Never to be heard of again. Right. Right. And then back at the office, the cop office, she's asking, does anyone know about this? Because then the Red Scare gets like grease on his hands. He's like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But then that's it. It never comes up again. Right. I, I love like answer. stuff like that is my favorite like little oh, moments of absolute ridiculousness yeah. inside of this like serious story just the tone just of there. this show was yeah. so well done and like mm-hmm. ugh, that really does it so for I'd me. forgotten about Lube Man but this mm-hmm. time the second rewatch I went and did the like oh what are the supplemental materials because yes. HBO 
Did put you read all the Pedipedia? The Pedipedia, right. <laughs> so the final Pedipedia is like the FBI going, what the fuck was this? You know, he wasn't supposed to do this shit. Oh. And it's kind of talking about the aftermath of like Lady True and, you know, like, mm. and then there's stuff that's redacted. But then they have a, they mentioned that there was canola oil found at <laughs> Petey's place. Oh. And then they say something about like, Petey is now and can has always been and continues to be at risk for vigilante behavior. Oh. So I'm like, oh. okay, wow. I yeah. think that's what they were doing. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It was like, and a he's little... the right height. Cause Lube man was tall and skinny, tall and skinny. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and he was it. obsessed with the hero stuff, yeah. you know, and he w- would have been following sister night. Absolutely. You know? so it all makes sense. Oh, I didn't yeah. even think about Lube that. <laughs> yeah. I would watch a whole show about Lube man. Yeah. <laughs> great. Just sliding through, Just sliding through life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, did we derail something with Lube Man talk? I could just get excited about the people. No, theory. I don't remember. Okay. Well, we're talking about the absurd moments. That was absurd. Okay. Yeah. Sure, I don't sure. think I was. I just want to make sure I, yeah. I, get I wanted to talk about Ramble. Uh, Looking Glass. Yes. yes. Yeah. I love that character. Wow. Yeah. That was well yeah. done. His and the story. His origin yeah. story. Uh, see, this is, wow. this is one of the ways in which this story overlaps with the original in like a perfect way. Right. Mm-hmm. Where like the fallout of that squid dropping into New York, right. being examined like after the fact. I mean, for a fan of this story, for a fan of Watchmen, like that's one of those things you want to know. Like, what happens after that? It's a huge world-changing thing, and just to like not talk about it. One of the last things, psychic squid (laughs) landing in New York and like ripping people's minds apart, and having one of our main characters live through that, and like still be living with the repercussions of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and showing the broader ripple effects in the world, where like, oh, there's a company that is basically exploiting this fear that people have, selling reflectatine. Is that what it was called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, alarm yeah. systems and yeah. all that stuff. So. And I love that his mask is made out of the stuff that's supposed to protect against psychic attacks. Yeah. Right. I also really love that his mask is so reminiscent of Rorschach yeah. from, the, from the comics. So, Alexandria, in the comics, the Rorschach masks, like we saw the Seventh the, Cavalry. Yeah, yeah. There's one guy named Rorschach. Okay. Who, and his mask is Would always change. his mask is always moving. I knew that. How did I know that? It's kind of know. part of pop culture. You might have seen. You might have like seen previews for the old movie. Okay. You might get into a debate with some dickhead online who has a Rorschach profile. Wait a minute. <laughs> there, he is one of those characters. There was a movie, yeah, in yeah. like yeah. the mid 2000s. Oh, I just didn't care. Yeah, but yeah. I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Yeah. For it. Okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. And he's one of those characters that people get the wrong idea about and are like, mm. I love this guy and yeah. what he stands for. Ah. Where it's like, that's not that's what like they you, were trying to do not, with that character. He's a yeah. right wing fascist yeah. weirdo. Yeah. He's, I mean, one of the things Alan Moore was exploring in The Watchmen is kind of this inherent fascism in superheroes and, mm. and uh, among other themes. And Rorschach yeah. afterwards, though, because one of his lines is like, never compromise even in the face of Armageddon. So then there's all these sort of like kind of shitty people who are like, yes, that's yeah. that's what it's supposed to be. Punish all criminals. Yikes. Never compromise. Nope. So Yeah. I mean, the yeah. fact that, I, first of all, I love that Rorschach's not in the new show, but I love even more that his writings are the basis for the Seventh Cavalry. Right. Yeah. I thought that was like another brilliant piece of tying in the original source material. Yeah. yeah. It really works for me. Because that's one of the things that the the book sets up that the the show talks about a little bit where there's what's believed to be the conspiracy theory about you know squids being a plot by the government kind of thing that the seventh cavalry believes but it is a true thing that mm-hmm, is actually yeah. a thing that had happened mm-hmm. so although it was adrian veit not the and then he like told the government about it after he'd already right. like put it into effect <laughs> right 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 i love that Redford, Redfordations, Robert Redford, Redfordations, Redfordations. Yeah, Robert Redford having been this like dictator president for like 
20, 30 years. Yeah, but like a, such a benevolent liberal dictator. Such a yeah. great touch. Yeah. So many, so many That's also in the details. comic book. It's hinted at in the at comic the book. End, yeah. Right, because they're also talking about... It never happen. R.R., the cowboy president. So instead of Ronald Reagan, it's Robert Redford. Yeah, totally. How did we feel about Lady True and her story? I liked Lady True as a character. I thought yeah. she was an interesting yeah. choice for a villain. She was very well done. I, I, I suspected her from the beginning. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Well, her intro her. is very ominous. Yep. Oh, She's okay. all like, give me your farm. I created this baby for you. Sign the papers. Get out. Yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. right yeah. I, I made this baby. I will have it killed. I will say when that <laughs> happened, I was like, oh, she's like an Adrian Veidt type. I didn't even yeah, think yeah. like child of Adrian Veidt. Right. Like, yeah. She was... I loved her story. Yeah, line. that was. I uh, forgot about that too. The whole mama going into the study right. and being like, "Yo, yeah. I'm about to have a better life for my family." Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 uh, I just didn't. I never trusted her. Yeah, yeah. I never trusted her for a, no. like for a moment. And then when I when we all found out why she was doing what she was doing, I was like. I never trusted that hoe from the beginning. I was like, I knew I was right. I, I was so mad. Well, you know what I loved about her is that her instincts aren't necessarily all that wrong. It's just that the length to which she's willing to go to make her vision happen is too far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, she wants to make the world a better place right. and she wants to get the powers of Dr. Manhattan to do it. Right. And I love that there's this dichotomy of her and the 7th Cavalry trying to do the same the exact same thing. thing. Yeah. Trying to take powers from Dr. Manhattan. Except one wants to make the world a better place and one wants to you know, do racist, horrible shit. Tons, right. tons of those. Yeah, but but one person having that much power trying to shape the world in their image just can't be right for everyone, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. So even though Lady True had these like good intentions, it's so warped by her lust for power that yeah. it does make her the villain. Right. But she's not like she's not a traditional villain by any stretch of the imagination. Like she has a lot of of good and right ideas in her head. I really but, liked that. I thought yeah. that was cool. Yeah, it was really interesting how they explored that, but there's the old adage of power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. So absolutely. if you yeah. give her the power of a god, mm-hmm. then she will obviously go dark side. Because she's yeah. already going dark side just at the Without, thought of it. Like, just yeah. like, oh, no, no, no. I'm kill all you. Right. And then I'm going to be the one to be. And it was like, like still trying to go for daddy's approval. And right. like, yeah. Look, I love he'll have to. Yeah. That's what me. I want in villains. I want something where you can understand their yeah. point of view and what Why? they want and what they're going for, yeah. and still kind of root for them, even though what they want is evil and yeah. like yeah. is bad. You still kind of care about whether or not they succeed. And really, Lady True that we've seen her. We're only assuming at her future villainous intent based on her getting exactly. power and having yeah. this like unchecked ambition. So you know, because right. like she's killing all the racists right, from right. Cyclops right. and she's even saying like oh I did that because I made a deal with your grandfather Yeah, you know Will wanted me to wipe out Cyclops yeah. Will told me where Dr. Manhattan was going to be so I'll kill all these people that are his enemies I mean, yeah. and, and then she's, she's working killing, with Will she's killing John like well that's bad you know right. should not be <laughs> yeah let's not guy. ignore that but she's also saying like and the same thing Will says is like you know he really could have done a lot more he, with his power she had some good points yeah yeah it's she really did. fascinating absolutely yeah. like, she doesn't make any overt villainous Right, moves, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, in in within the the frame of the show, mm-hmm. even when she like s- takes that home from those people, she like pays them so much money. Right, right. Well, yep. she kind of backs them into a corner, and she uses it's manipulative. She uses her wealth in a way that kind of forces right. her will. She takes them off of a is, farm and gives yeah. them a bunch of money and a baby they've always wanted. Right. She's not an awful person. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. That's, yeah. She goes about it in a very manipulative, shitty way. Totally. But they 
even though they're back to a corner, they both were like, yeah, let's yeah. do this. And, you know, you know, my, one of my favorite reveals of the season was when you find out that her Ozymandias statue is yeah. him. Yeah. He's I know, like stuck great. in yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, that's what crashed. The ship is what crashed in the field. That's why she needed the farm. Yeah. 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 His story was awesome. Mm-hmm. So good. And the way that all these stories were kind of interwoven and told throughout the season was so brilliant. But like seeing snippets of his life on Europa as he's like fucking with these clones and yep. you know uh, like trying to get them to hunt him or his whatever. Story was revealed very slowly. Yeah, over yeah. The season and kind of delightfully so. Yep. Like I really, really enjoyed it. And when you finally find out what's happening on that planet mm-hmm. and the way it ties in with Doctor Manhattan and the fact they're just on this whole other world, yeah. mm-hmm. and then he's like using dead bodies to spell out to a spell message. Right. Yeah, it's so <laughs> fucked yeah. up, but I love it. Mm-hmm. It's just like delightfully deranged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that was his whole time. Like every time you saw him, he was doing something right weird but very intriguing. Yeah, like, like not even just weird, but ruthless and very intriguing. Like yeah, the, that one time where we came, where we learned, where we got two new maids, like the two uh, butler new maid, and he comes in, he was like, "Oh, I had a bad day," and like there were just bodies All strewn bodies about in the yeah. dining room, just like we had a bad day yeah like, don't worry about it. like just like gross. yeah i thought they were clones that he was creating and was surprised to find out that it was this whole other civilization of clones that john had created yeah yeah that was really interesting and the idea that like these these characters don't really have free will because they weren't created with it mm-hmm. right but still like watching them treated so horribly is still so disturbing it's yeah. very disturbing it also yeah. is i mean it's part of adrian Vite, where like he killed three million people because yeah. he was believed he was doing something for the greater good yeah. so i think killing what let's just say a couple hundred like semi-sentient people yeah. seems like it would be nothing for him and it clearly wasn't yeah like yeah. he's killing them to keep himself from going crazy right yeah. playing games playing games exactly he's just occupying yep. his time like yeah. there's a real villain a guy who has to kill people to occupy himself it's true yeah 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 he's, he's too smart for his own good yeah totally but yeah i love i loved his story and i you know he needed some space whiskey to <laughs> get the thoughts down when he like takes off from the planet finally when lady true sends mm-hmm. the ship to take him away and you just get that amazing shot like pulling up from the planet i just get giddy at shit oh the like save that. me daughter yeah 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 i i don't know i was so beautiful i loved it so um one other thing that i read about lady true is she was an actual vietnamese like i don't know if it was historical i think it was a historical figure um where she was a, a lady on a white elephant oh. and the elephant theme keeps coming up mm. repeatedly like yes. the t that is the true logo right. for her company is actually like a like a stylized elephant head right. and trunk mm-hmm. right and then there's that thing with the, the nostalgia the where yep. there is an elephant in the next room that they never explain that's yeah oh that my god that's right just a body stuff. there it's yeah just an elephant in a room and Will at one like, point in time, says a little elephant told me when. Well, when they were trying to someone fix asked him a question. Angela's yeah. memories by plugging yeah. her into an elephant, right? Which was again, it's so absurd. Yeah. I love the it. host. <laughs> I love it. Okay, who here would take nostalgia if you had the opportunity? So, uh, your own or someone else's? Because <laughs> you're question. not supposed to take someone else's. <laughs> yeah, that is bad. And we already know that people OD mm. on it. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was such a... clearly seems like a bad idea. I love the idea of, like, creating a recreational drug for a show that, like, makes perfect sense and you kind of want to (laughs) try. But at the same time, my memory is pretty bad. So, like, if I could maybe get a little capsule or maybe, like, 
Harry Potter style, pull a pull a memory out and put it in a pensive. <laughs> yeah, just like save it for later. <laughs> it reminded me of the grain in Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think my answer is no, um, but only because uh, only because I'm just like something about that is like a no for me. But I was just talking about this the other day because I lied a lot as a kid, mm. and so I don't know what memories are true. Oh sure. Uh, so yeah, when yeah, I think yeah. about like a memory, see, yeah. yeah, like I think about a memory and I go, "Now was that actually what happened, or is it what I made up?" Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I can't maybe to find out what actually happened, but then also maybe there's a reason why I'm making up the memory. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> I don't want to know what the real thing is. And that's an interesting point because, like, if your memory has been rewritten to whatever you wanted it to be, mm-hmm. if they pulled it out and put it in a little pill, would it be right. the real thing or would oh, it just, just be, be what your I memory it. You're of right. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Interesting. Interesting, yeah. I can't even imagine taking, like, my own grandfather's nostalgia like that would be mm-hmm. insane because you know he fought in Vietnam and I'm just like, yeah, to see because he never really wanted to talk about it either. I you know, um, just to see what that was like through his eyes would be so like mind-bogglingly, earth-shatteringly crazy. But mm-hmm. I do feel like it did give us a really fantastic. I mean, obviously, it gave us a backstory to Hooded Justice, right? Yeah, and a great also, way to tell the story. But yeah. also that just even the the beginning of that scene of where she travels back and we see him passed over. Yeah, like he he. Cross, what is the word? He graduated into this uh-huh. class of police officers yeah. and just being the passed over. The other guy over, has right? to do the, yeah. Uh, right. And then it's also like, beware the psychopath. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I don't right want to be a like, cop anymore. Like right away. Right yeah. away. What did they get yeah. into? Yeah. yeah. And then you see like all the, just he sees all the injustice, mm. but he's one of them. Yeah. You, and you can't fuck over your own. Yep. And it's, mm. it's complicated. It's still, yeah. I mean, it's, very much a real thing in, in present yeah, day. I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very much a real thing. So, yeah. Yikes. Do we. So, okay, at the end of the show, it's heavily implied that Angela takes on the powers of Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, right. Very do, we, do we all agree that that's what happened? Do we yeah, think she took sure. the power? Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise. What is John doing? What is he? Know. You know what I mean? Like, why, why would he go through this all of this elaborate? This is the woman that he loved. Yeah. Of course, he's gonna and make for, sure she's protected for decades. For like time for, out. Yeah, sure. Time out. This is the woman that he loved. You say. Yeah. I was meaning to ask about this, but like we oh, sure. we were away. We were away from the subject, and now we're back. We're on it. What do y'all think about FBI director who's like madly in love with Doctor Manhattan, who is now in like oh, yeah. in oh, Lori love with, Lord, yeah. with Angela? Which, by the way, oh right, side tangent on the side tangent, she goes by Blake now. Yeah, she took on her dad's last name when she hated him in the comics. He raped her mom, or yeah. almost, almost raped. Yeah, her mom. Uh, yeah, attempted yeah. rape of her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's she, a whole subplot. That's a whole in the, dark. No. She in the is comic. one of the main characters yeah. of the original. She's the I, I, now that I she's think of it, she's the only main character who's a main character in the new show right but, yeah well john except john but you don't even know that fight. cal is john for so long yeah. I, that's such a great reveal to oh, find out that yeah. you've been living with dr manhattan this yeah. whole time okay. yeah i guess that's true that those two yeah, characters john and, oh invite uh, that's right so three yeah. so like so, so so what do we think about that like we, we never that really see her resolution right. we see like she she was yeah. going to that payphone every day she had the dildo that was shaped like manhattan she clearly misses him misses him dearly but he is 
head over heels yeah. for Angela. Right. Yeah. Like beyond time. He, right. Beyond his powers. He knew that basically being with her and being a human for 10 years was going to get him killed. Yeah. He did it anyway. He did right. it. And yeah. he was fine as shit while he was yeah. doing it. And he lived as a black man. Yeah. Like he chose a hard life, y'all. <laughs> I mean, not a bad life with Regina King as yeah. your wife. But I mean, yeah. hard. Yeah. I loved that whole storyline. It's yeah. beautiful. It's great. Love it. it was. I, I love that they adopted those kids after yeah. the police massacre. Yeah. I also, we haven't even talked about the fact that the police all wear masks. I, yeah. That was such a great touch. Yeah. To like bring in this whole like legion of masked heroes, but they mm-hmm. are the police force. Right. Mm-hmm. That I've was never, another I've recurring theme like that. that came up a lot. Yeah. Uh, talking about masks and how masks change people. And who yeah. wears them. And who wears them and yeah. how it makes people cruel. Yeah. In- and yeah. it's not good people it's no. not good people who wear masks you <laughs> yeah, know and i think that's an interesting twist in the show is where you're like oh i like this character i like all these characters the yeah. sort of like costume superheroes of the tulsa police and you're like oh no they're like that's the cops they're the bad guys they're, you know? even up. though i love angel as a character mm-hmm. and i think sister knight aesthetically is just amazing but it's yep. also yeah. like oh right but she like grabs somebody and beats the shit out of Beast them with a rosary yeah 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 it's like this is like extrajudicial violence that's like oh right where that still is, is bad. he yeah. where is he <laughs> that's great so yeah it's yeah. a great uh um exploration of, uh, of mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. Her, her story makes me want a season two yeah so i can't remember who i was talking to this about it might have been on the podcast i'm not sure but we were talking about whether or not Watchmen should have a season two. Right. And Damon Lindelof doesn't want to do it. He no. doesn't have a story idea. He said his story is done. He yeah. doesn't right. want. So he, because he's walking away, now HBO is talking about walking away. But they've given, he's given his blessing to HBO for someone else. Yeah. If right. they want to pick up the story and do something else with Which, it. Right. Makes but sense. it's because he would have the same, he would have, he, he'd be a super hypocrite because he's picking up Alan Moore's story right. where Alan Moore was like no right. well, no one do done. this the last I heard is yes he'd given his blessing but HBO didn't want to do it without him mm-hmm. well because it's such a risk they managed to like they swang for the what is it the Fences? far away thing yeah, yeah. yeah. and Got they you. did great well my feeling is like yes he created the show and he had the ideas that kind of generated the story but he filled the room with a whole bunch of other people who filled in all the details who know the story as well as he does right and our faces of color, like let's let those people write season two. You know, yeah. let's let's promote someone from the writers' room. But then who's going to run it? Yeah, that's one, a, one right. of them, like someone from the writers' room from season but, one. And, and where are they going to like? I, I'd be all for watching it because it was yeah. amazing. But like the story that they told was basically done, done. Yeah. yeah. So what new story would they tell? I want right. to see a story about Angela Abar as this all-powerful being, like. I just think that, that that's such a fertile storytelling environment. Like, why not go there? Like, she's got those powers. She's got these kids. She's a part of this police force. I mean, there's so much that could be done Yeah, from if there. there's something interesting that, to be done. Yeah. I think that was... Yeah. To, for me, that's yeah, what we come down to. I don't know. I, I feel like trust... this was such a beautiful... Like, a starting point, a crest, and an end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, it is. And, it, it, and I love it that is. it ended when it did. We didn't see her actually get the powers. We were right. left to right. infer. Right. Um, so she could have also stepped in that pool and fallen in. Yeah. yeah. And, and that would be <laughs> looking wet right now. Right? And that's the one thing that a new series could take away from this one. Also, mm-hmm. why does she eat the egg raw? Well, what if you cook it and that like cooks away the powers? Oh, okay. yeah. Like, you, you don't know how it's going to work. She yeah. sucked that yeah, egg like, down so half. quick. She remembers when John did it at the bar in Vietnam that he cracked it into the beer and drank yeah. it. So yeah. she's going to stick with that. Yeah. Some people do that. They just yeah. eat the raw eggs in oh, like, smoothies or whatever. Rorsch- Rorschach so does that in the comic. He like mm. cracks raw eggs and eats a raw egg. 
That's yeah. And if it's terrible. got superpowers in it, you're not going to get salmonella anyway. So. Oh, you're right. You don't have <laughs> no, to worry about it. Yeah. You're right. You don't have to right. cook it. <laughs> yeah, you're either going to get superpowers or you're going to be throwing up. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. She, she fell into that water. She's like, oh my God, I got to poop. That was it. <laughs> the runs. Yeah, I want I want more. I, it was such a great season. I feel like that world is so rich for storytelling. I, I would love to see another creator do more, even though Damon Lindelof doesn't yeah. I'd be, want to. I, I would watch a new one. I'd be curious and skeptical depending on what the story was yeah. you know yeah. i think it would be i feel like i'd be too nervous like yeah. it was perfect right yeah. and like any other story that continues from there is just gonna chip away at the perfect. sure but and i, I thought... think the i'm sorry because i'm gonna say also i think with this story you have the shock value of people not knowing about the bombing of black wall street right so yeah. like that yeah. the whole root of the story comes from this little piece of history, not little, but this piece of history right. that n- no one knows about. Right. And then creating a fantastic series on top of that. And then you come back and people are like Googling it and like, oh, that actually happened. Right. Yeah. It's a good reason for the story to exist itself. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 But Which is why people other... think that someone else could do that. Okay. Yeah. There could be the other thing things like, that could be done. Maybe okay. we find a Vietnamese storyteller who has a story about how the the Vietnam War interacted with Dr. Manhattan. Like, that that was really interesting in this season. I feel like there's... Mm-hmm. You could definitely tell the whole story around that. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, the way that this season was, you know, very much a black story. Like, you could do another season from a different cultural perspective. And mm-hmm. there's... I, I don't know. It's just such a fertile ground. I... They but did it if once. they never do anymore, I love this season so much, and it right. is so perfect. I'm, I'm yeah. happy with that. And, and I'd rather them not do something shitty than... Then continue. You know, I'd rather them yeah. not continue it if they don't have the right idea. I feel yeah. like they're yeah. two and zero. Oh. Like the Watchmen comic book is nearly a perfect comic book. Yeah. Nearly, it's flawed, uh, but it's 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 probably is the best this, comic book. Is that's it's not written. this. Is that yeah. this? Yeah. Just you can borrow it if you want. And it's, some of it is hard. Is it read back to front or front to back? Uh, it's American. It's, it's, yeah, Western. Yeah. So <laughs> it's not it is. It is not the Torah. <laughs> <laughs> what a, like? Uh, what is it? Manga. manga. Yeah. Manga. Oh, manga. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, this just, I mean, you, you could talk about the comic forever, but it transformed the art form of comic books. It's, mm. It is yeah. a pinnacle achievement in comic book writing. So that's why people were a little worried about, like, should they even do an HBO show? Mm. Yeah. But the HBO show is one of the best seasons of television that, yeah. you know, uh, Americans have ever made. It's yeah. a really yeah. nearly perfect season of television. So, okay, why not give it another shot? You know, yeah. you managed to... I Two just, and zero. Oh, you got. You got. Uh, you, you get a, a, a duff in the bank. You can. You can. You can flub one, <laughs> and then pass. let's try. Let's try for four. Yeah, and then we're done. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like Jesse had a good point though that um, there, there's so much that they could explore. Um, I just I feel like this particular story cannot be improved yes. anymore, right. so I would want them to do a completely new story. That's what I'm yeah, saying. I, oh, okay. Yeah, I want absolutely. them to just leave this one alone because it's yeah. perfect. Right. It ain't broke, don't fix uh, it. Let's give us a new story. Let's jump forward thirty years and then we yeah. learn about what Angela did as yeah. as Doctor Manhattan. Right. Yeah. 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 From the point of view of people who where that's history. Like that yeah. could be really yeah. interesting. There's a really interesting uh, uh comic book that another comic book that Alan Moore is the writer of this comic book. Mm-hmm. So he had said this thing he wanted to do like explorations of heroes 
and people with and without powers. So like V for Vendetta is a world where like there are no superheroes, there are no powers, but there's like people trying to change the world. And then yeah. you have the Watchmen where you have a world of people who are dressing as heroes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then a real superhero shows up with actual powers. Yeah. And then there's um, Miracle Man, Marvel Man, which is a world where there were stories of heroes and then heroes get introduced into the world. And so in his first run through this, it's a long, it's basically a Superman type story where Superman goes, you know what? I just defeated like the evil Superman, Bizarro Superman, and we destroyed half of London. So like millions of people are dead. Humanity is just fucked. Like I just, there's no point in just fighting crime. I'm just going to take over. So <laughs> he just takes over the world. Which, and which then, is this? Miracle Man? Yeah, Miracle Man or Marvel Man. I haven't read that one. It's interesting. So so he so he so one. basically the Superman person takes over the world. There's like a great scene where he's talking to Margaret Thatcher, because it's an eighties comic book, and he's explaining like what's gonna happen and how the world's gonna run. Uh-huh. And she's like, We we're not gonna let you we can't allow you to do that. And he's like, What do you mean allow? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he just yeah, so he takes Trans- over the world. Stuff. And then it's then it's like Okay, he runs the world, and then then Alan Moore stops doing the comic book, and then Neil Gaiman comes in and does like oh. a follow up to like this world, and then Neil Gaiman's version is Miracle Man lives at the top of this like hugely inaccessible mountain and has become like this distant remote god wow. who rules Neil over this world, but is really not quite ruling over it anymore. And, but it's like, they call it the age of miracles. There's like babies that are born that can, are fully intelligent and can talk. And Whoa. the story follows pilgrims that are climbing up this mountain to go talk to Interesting. the miracle man. So that to me is like, I would have thought the end of the first story was like, yeah, what are you going to do? Superman's taking over the world, but now here's like a really out there follow up. Really yeah. diving into it. Yeah. Hmm. So this is a long divergence to say like you have a great writer, Alan Moore, and then another good writer, great writer, Neil Gaiman, yeah. kind of taking over from a story. And then you have uh, Alan Moore again, and then Damon Lindelof doing this one. I feel there's room for a third person yeah. okay. to take over okay. from what's happened. You sold me. <laughs> and then following the, and Jesse keeps saying it, which I think is important, is the writer room that you assemble. You oh, know? that's a really great idea. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you kept saying it. Jesse kept saying it, so I want to give you the well, credit. Well, let's fucking call HBO and greenlight this shit. Well, right. Jesse helped convince me because I was like, they can't do more about this. They can't yeah. do another right, one. Right, because I, I no wouldn't want... to top it. But yeah. they can find, a, you, find yeah. another story find to Find another storyteller, find yeah. another showrunner. I mean, I don't know if they've got ideas in the bank. Can but they keep it as inclusive as possible, though? Like, and it right. doesn't... I mean, yeah. I'm, They would have to. I am black... Obviously, <laughs> and I would love to see more black see people color, on TV. So, so now, no, you need to see me. So um, is Watchmen though. Watchmen is now black. Like, there's no yeah. way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. you're right. You, 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 and I and I would love to see that more. But then yeah. also, like, I want to, you know, rep for the other POC out there. Like, yeah. I want them to have their stories yeah, told as well. Did, like, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Uh, speaking First of POCs, who are like killing the fucking game about Parasite. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait, what's Oscar winner? You ever heard about Parasite? No. It's the Korean movie? Korean, all only all Korean-speaking subtitles. Right. It's, it's the only it non-English speaking movie to win an Oscar for Best Picture. They just won. Not like Best for. Oh, picture. really? Wait, so it won. And the Oscars just happened like yesterday? Yesterday. Yeah. I'm totally tuned out of this. It's totally fine. Anything. They won uh, International Feature Film, which is a new, it used to be called Foreign Language foreign Film language or Foreign Film. Okay, film. Right. It's now called the International Feature Film. That way okay. you can have like South African films where it's, you Yes, know, international English, but English, yeah. yes. And so they won that and I was just like, cool, cool, cool. Like we knew Everybody that they were like, they yeah, were gonna yeah, get that. That's the yeah. one. Then he <laughs> won. Then uh, 
Bong Joon Ho. I think his last mm, name is Ho. Don't know. It's, it's, I'm th- I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, everybody out there. But I'm cl- I'm <laughs> no, I'm close. Bong something Bong, though. I think it's Bong Joon Ho. Yeah. But um, he did a Snowpiercer and yeah. Okja and um, there's a third one that. I'm just gonna really because ABG. <laughs> it's a. It's, it's another, it is like, June Ho. Yes. Okay. For yeah, me. Nice. Um, he won Best Director. Oh and wow. He was he was shocked. So right. he goes up and he gives another speech like I wasn't expecting this. Mm-hmm. He quotes Martin Scorsese, who he had just kicked his ass to get. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah. Um, and then at Best Picture, right before they said the name, I said, "Oh, please let Parasite win, right? So that they win." International feature film, which we thought they would, ju- the, yeah, the Academy yeah. would just give it to them and like right. go to somebody else, and then like give best director to, to him as well. Yeah. But then when they when Parasite won best picture, it was just right. like a complete up. You could hear the whoa yeah. in the audience, wow. like first time complete ever. upset. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. It was yeah. absolutely that. beautiful. It was it, so beautiful. It is also see. bananas because in a way he's winning like two best pictures. Yeah. yeah. You know? Wait, he has is. anyone seen this movie? The secondary. I best haven't picture. seen it. Is it sci-fi? Ryan has watched it and he basically mm. told me the whole movie. It's not really sci-fi. Speculative it's, fiction. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's, it's commentary enough. on Spookiness. social class. I want to see it. I want to see it for sure. Yeah, but I, I don't, and I don't know if it was ever in theaters. Like I don't know. Yeah. Did was it? Yeah, it was theaters. It oh, I missed. Still... It. I didn't have my ear to the ground before it. Right. Be, before or it became might have popular. just left theaters. Yeah, I know Cinerama showed it because yeah. of the Oscar nomination. I see. Um, and it was playing at the AMC. I'm going to check and see where it's playing okay. around me and go, and go see it. And just yeah. give, well, them, give them some last minute monies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they already have the awards, but take well, my money. Well, now you take a victory lap. Bump. Yeah. yeah. When you win an Oscar, you, yes. you get all that extra Because that's what money. I'm doing. Yeah. I'm about to go yeah. flush right will, up into the theater. They should out. be bringing it to theaters in Seattle, for sure. I would yeah. imagine, because it would be foolish not to. Right. There's going to be a lot of... And Seattle's a very visual, theater-y, movie theater city. So. That it's out of theaters already because okay. it was it was in theaters a few months ago. Yeah, this but I is feel the like first I'm hearing of any of this. It's uh, it's it's. I've seen little clips of things and I'm like, I want to see what this is about. Yeah. Also, I don't ever mind reading subtitles. There, I turn on closed caption for the most part when I. Oh watch yeah, I watched shows. when I just watched The Watchmen. I I downloaded a copy. Oh, I, I have, I have HBO. I had paid for it and I watch it. But I've been rewatching it at a studio I have, and okay. the internet there is shit. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, it just keeps downgrading. Download. I'm yeah. like, all right, I'm just gonna go download. You already paid for it. Yeah, uh-huh. I already paid for it. Uh, but then the whoever. God bless your pirating souls. They put the subtitles in. Nice. Yeah. So I'm, because I I'm in the same thing. And I where I like to put subtitles I, on. I want to see it. I yeah. Watch so much though that you yes. like slip through the cracks. Yep. When you yeah. just like listening to it. Yeah. But sometimes when you see, it's like, oh, maybe it wasn't mixed right or whatever. Right. And, and there were a couple names. Now I yes. know what they're saying. Yeah. There were a couple times that I did uh, when I turned on closed captioning, it ruined uh, turn. Yeah. Because then like yeah. the, the person will say, it said, looking glass says, and yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm not yeah. supposed to know who he is yet. Yeah. yeah. Right. But like, and there'll be a couple times where a, spo- a surprise will be spoiled because someone's dialogue will be keep going, cut keep off going. Yeah, with yeah. a dash where you're like, before we do anything, I need to and then you're like that guy's getting whacked on the head (laughs) (laughs) it's fine it's worth it it's so worth it I started doing it because I was watching the British office rewatching it anytime I I watch anything British I put on and I was like what am I going to do and I was like I could do English closed captioning. Yes. I, I was like, I could do this always. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, and they don't have to crank the volume up to on the figure TV out what now. the joke is yeah. or does, yeah. 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 I'm sorry that I took it away for, well, I don't know how we got to awards, but. So, real quick. Oh, people of color winning things. Anybody yeah. who's listening, yes, uh, it is February. Do you want to? Should we do right this? Now it's February 10th, it's but this February 10th. Right now it's 1985. It's still in theaters. Right now. It is 
this, this episode won't come out for like three weeks, maybe okay. four weeks. Oh, yeah. well. for everybody in this room right now. Yeah, it's still in theaters in Seattle. Go see it. Excellent. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just got an AMC gift card. Oh yeah, so AMC. This one's on Forty Fifth. Varsity's <laughs> over. All right, y'all. I have a proposition. Downtown. I have a proposition. <laughs> you trying to say field trip? No, but oh. yes, we should do that. Okay. Um, before we run out of time today, yes. I would love to record something special for our patron cast. Yeah. So maybe we wrap this up and do that real quick. Yeah. What do you guys sure. think? Before we do, though, final we got thoughts. A, final final thoughts. Let's rate season one of Watchmen. Oh, I have oh. one final thought before we get to the rating. Okay. How are we gonna? Did you also know? Did you also know? Did anyone also know that Bass Reeves is a real character? Is a real person? Yeah. That's the... not just made up yes. for the show. No. The yes. black okay. sheriff so in the mind silent again. movie. <laughs> I was don't know a real sheriff, real and sheriff. he arrested like oh, a bunch 3, of people, thousand people yeah. including his son was one of the people that oh. his son did some shenanigans and he was like I don't care I'm locking you up <laughs> and he's the basis for the Lone Ranger yep. which oh. is a black real person yeah. turned into a white character wow. which is another fold in of you have Hooded Justice yeah. who is a black character yep. oh that's fascinating and then is portrayed in the TV show yep. in the media, as a yep. white character because wow. then because and then uh, the reason why I know about that is because a lot of black people we, we talk yeah. um, <laughs> in our monthly meetings <laughs> um, they were because I didn't know about the, the existence and the uh, the what, there's a word that begins with P but I can't think of the word of of like like the sheer presence of black cowboys. Oh, yeah. We yeah, don't yeah, ever yeah. really talk about black right. cowboys in westerns and how prevalence. Pre- the prevalence. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Yeah. Of of black cowboy ness. Right. Yeah. Westerns wouldn't give you that impression at, at all. all. Yeah. At all. Yeah. And in Bass Reeves is kind of that same like riding the horse, being the sheriff, like God right. gunning through people. But we don't get to hear about that because all the sheriffs are white, because all of cowboy lore is uh, is white yeah. and like so w- there are tons of things that we as the black collective discuss about <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about just like things that we know to be true that we yeah. don't ever get to see in media because yeah, we only are pretty yeah whitewashed <laughs> yeah just like lots yeah. of different and then what what our stories are to, what stories about black folk are told which is why i appreciated watchmen so much because right. there were yeah. different varying i mean all of it comes down to like racism right yeah, but yeah. like black isn't a monolith is not a monolith and we are not out here all gang members yeah. all like selling drugs all on drugs you know right. what i mean and that's all you get to see i was funny because i said to my sister about uh cynthia Arriva was nominated for an oscar for harriet and she didn't win and at first i was like she's gonna win duh because they give Oscars to slaves. Right, right, like, right, right, right. Straight up. But then I was like, oh, wait, she's not going to win because she was freeing slaves. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So, like. Also, <laughs> frustrating, like, of all the media that was made this year, that was really the only black film that was up for awards, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. But my face should tell you that I'm not shocked. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I think that the podcast listeners can. <laughs> they can hear it in your You're voice. making that yeah. face so loud, I think they can hear it. Yeah. Sorry, oh. we're talking about all the things. Okay. Yeah. So, tying it back to Please. Bass Reeves. Yes. Uh, that was one other hint that Judd was a bad guy. Because in the silent film that they opened the show with, oh, yeah. he's Black Sheriff is the yeah. good guy. He's right. wearing the black hat. He's chasing down a corrupt yeah. white mayor right. sheriff yeah. or whatever right. Right. who's wearing a white hat yep. who's p- supposed to be the good guy but then there's mob justice and they're like right. but it's all trying to foreshadow that Judd he's is a stand-in for Judd and Will's stand-in for yeah. not what he seems yeah. 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 Uh, yeah well if we're rating this does anyone not think it's a 10 out of 10 
Excuse me. Get out of this room. (laughs) So I was just trying to think, like, yeah, because my instinct is a 10. But then I was trying to think, are there any parts of it where I'd like, oh, I wish they could do this different or... I for me it was a ten out of ten. I mean the whole thing was just so masterfully done. I don't even, I don't even know regrets. if there's a point in rating it. Like it was just, just a brilliant yeah. piece like of. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. brilliant. And for even for someone who like I'm pointing at myself for someone who doesn't had no connection with literally started watching it because right. black people. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like and thrilled by it and yeah. like even learning more about it. I'm getting excited learning about the nerdiness behind it, <laughs> but knew nothing of that and just thought this is brilliant yeah be curious what you think about the comic book because i mean the comic book of course is but the the comic book is white and so i don't know if i want to read it right 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 but then (laughs) to me there's an interesting thing and i mean spoiler alert to the audience i'm also a white person um (laughs) but one of the things he's actually black so (laughs) get it twisted uh, i had heard of the the tulsa riots because i there's a show i listen to on the media and they've over the years made a really good effort to try and raise more than just like white stories so mm-hmm. th- they were it was that show that led me to the uh the essay the case yeah. for reparations because that wouldn't have been something that would have come across mm-hmm. uh my my um desk normal reading my desk yeah yes. my reading desk so I pr- it's also highly recommend it's a great show sometimes they get their politics very wrong but when they don't it's so worth it on the media um anyways when I started watching Watchmen and they opened with that, I was like, oh my God, this was like, it was like a mind blowing experience. And then seeing like, uh, uh, sister night, I'm like, they're, they're going to make this like a black centered show. Like I had no concept yeah. that they would it take. Was unexpected. Oh no. Yeah. That surprised me too. Show, yeah. A white, white comic book. Yeah. And then, yeah. The source material is very white. Very yeah. white. So just- yeah. Yeah. Out of nowhere, yeah. going down this storyline, it was, it was refreshing, but yeah. it was unexpected. Yeah, but incredibly <laughs> elegantly done. Like it really came out. They they found a way to turn yeah. this white story into so a black story organic. in like the perfect way. Yeah. So the, uh, what I was trying to say is that's what the context of the comic book is interesting for how thorough, like it, how thoroughly white it is. <laughs> I have a question in the back. Sure. Yeah. Okay, really quickly because I need to go back to this the show. Who was the baby? The baby. Th- um, in that episode, the first episode, yes. is Will Reeves' wife, June. Yes. Yeah, he rescues oh. June. He rescues her, he wraps her in an American flag, and yeah. it's like, you know, the symbolism of like, oh, I'm going to protect you with the American dream. Yeah, I didn't catch that until the rewatch. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, because they show it again in his she nostalgia. She tells him, like, tell me how you first met me. Yeah. Tell me the story of where you first met me. Mm-hmm. And then he starts talking about waking up in the field and hearing the baby cry. Okay. Oh, I missed yeah. that. I did too until I this time. I missed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, I know we already talked about it, but I will just reiterate how much I loved the love story. Uh, yes. I thought it was yeah. some of the sexiest things I've ever seen. I yeah. I was I was falling. It was I, so yeah. Yeah. And he's good. like this Oh, is this my, is the moment. This is the moment. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. But I will say I was I was I wanted her so bad to say no. Yeah. Just because of how cocky he came yeah. in, like, no, no, no. Yeah. We're arguing right now. Yeah, but yeah. you wouldn't have said no, so. You're right. <laughs> I was so angry at me. I was angry at us. Do you ever yeah. make a choice you know you're going to regret? I'm just like, yep. And she's like, well, what the hell? I was like, no, girl. Stay <laughs> strong. I, one of my favorite things about the original source material is the way in which his this character experiences time out of order. Right. Or is, mm-hmm. is like in a different moment when he's standing there talking to you. And the way that they wrap that up into a love story is like the best way they could yeah. possibly express mm-hmm. that idea yeah. it's amazing because that's one of the 
classic things in the comic book, the episode that is the issue that's that. So them to dip back into that and add a uh, uh, freshen it, like add, yeah. add a, like a new take on it. and the giving away of the information of Judd, which mm-hmm. is great, where that basically is information that is exists in a circular loop in time. Right. You know, like, the chicken, the egg created at the same time because she told her grandpa and, and he, he right. yeah, yeah. is like, wait, where wow. did it all yeah. start? Yeah. Yeah. So it's beautiful. It's a great addition to that type of narrative. And I'm sure that I've only watched the show through once, but I'm sure that it would stand up to like multiple rewatches. It's to me, it was like, Oh, there's more subtleties in here. Yeah. There's more things that are projected that you can pick up on and, and recurring themes and little, little callbacks to the show. And I'm just so excited that it exists. You know, I was just such a thrill to experience. Oh, in June, I forgot to say how awesome June is a character. (laughs) Yeah. Just the, uh, when she goes to Vietnam, I really like her. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the grant, she comes yeah. back to. Oh, yeah. that was baby break Angela. my heart. Yeah, oh that my was god, so that was amazing. Break yeah. my Tender, heart, emotional, and yeah. then like five minutes oh, later, dead. break my heart. Yeah, that's yeah. that. Yeah. That took me down. The show yeah. did a great job of giving us emotional connections to people that that weren't main characters throughout yep. the show. Like they could make you care about somebody who was just in for like an episode. Oh, she was and so that's, close that's to having family. Yes. <laughs> Poor Angela. At first I thought that one of the one of the guys that she ratted out came back and killed, uh, killed grandma. Yeah, but yeah, yeah for a second. You're yeah. like because yeah, yeah, I thought a bike had gone yeah. by, but no. Uh, oh man. <laughs> well this is kind of surreal for me, you guys. Like I've spent so many hours talking with all three of you separately about so much nerdy shit. Three of my favorite people to talk to. This isn't actually happening. (laughs) To have you all three in the same room together at the same time is so awesome. And I'm so appreciative of it. Thank you guys so much. So we're going to, we're going to end this episode and then we're going to keep chatting for the, the patron cast. Yes. Um, we're going to figure out what we're going to talk about. Then Join our Patreon it. so you can hear some bonus footage. Singing. Yeah. <laughs> Always. Dancing. Yeah. We're all going to be naked for the naked podcast. premium podcast. Naked podcast. You said we were naked earlier. Well, we are. Oh. In chicken titties. <laughs> we're going to be more naked. Expose right. our vulnerabilities. Beefy meese. So if you want to hear that, it will be at uh, patreon.com slash space nerds podcast. Thank you all so much for listening to this. And thank you all for being here. This was fucking rad. You're welcome. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Until next time, stay nerdy out there. That was a nice clean ending. I was gonna, I was gonna do it, but then I decided to wait because I'm being very. I know, professional. You guys are two on there. I was like, but that, yeah, very clean. Yeah. I was like, what? Well, I like the dirty endings. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting, like, what do they do? Because <laughs> <laughs> I usually well, really stay else. nerdy. Space nerds. Yeah. Space nerds is listener funded through Patreon. To support the show and gain access to bonus content, sign up at patreon.com slash space nerds podcast. If you love this show, help us spread the word by sharing it on your favorite social media platform or leaving us a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can find our show. If you have a question or comment you'd like the Space Nerds to discuss in the next episode, email us at spacenerdspodcast at gmail.com. To browse our complete library of episodes or check out my sci-fi synth-pop music and music videos, visit my website at jessemercury.com. Keep it spacey, baby!